When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's that time. Hey, Mitch. Mitchie. Mitchie, Mitchie, Mitchie. We're looking for you, pal. Mitch Sherman from The Athletic, talking big red. Unleash the fury, Mitch. Unleash the fury! On Hale Varsity Radio. Back to you, it's Hale Varsity. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal can find us on StreamYard, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel, Hale Varsity Radio Twitter, and uh, Nebraska Northwestern, Nebraska Wisconsin volleyball. That's uh, where you're going to spend a lot of money to go watch Saturday night. Mitch Sherman joins us from the Athletic at Mitch Sherman on Twitter. Mitch, how are we doing? Good to spend a few minutes with you. Thanks for the time. Good to talk to you. Yeah, I'm going to spend some uh, spend some time Saturday night at the Devaney Center, and maybe not spend a whole lot of money to get in there, but the, the uh, media credentials should work just fine. Well, good on you. Good on you, and it's going to be a, a insane atmosphere, and that's kind of where the buzz is this week is Nebraska-Wisconsin Nebraska, versus Nebraska-Northwestern, and I, I totally get it, just because of where uh, each pro, you know, where where the programs are at uh, right yeah, now. I, I I was talking to John Cook in the hallway today when Tony White was at the podium. No no uh, no offense to Coach White and the defensive coordinator, but not, I I missed the the announcement uh, as it as it happened about the new black shirts that have been handed to Phelan Sanford, Nick Henrich, and Jamari Butler, but. Uh, was able to catch up and 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 I didn't miss Coach Cook out in the hallway. So uh, it's a, a, a win both ways. It was, and we were just talking a little bit about you know the, taking the temperature right now with the Nebraska fan base from a football standpoint. They are, I think, they're excited that you beat Illinois. Obviously, you're you're happy about that if you're a Nebraska fan. You're happy to be three and three. You understand that it's kind of a work in progress on on the offensive side, but you're still not ready to give yourself that comfort of thinking, "Hey, October is going to go okay," just because it hasn't in a while. It definitely has not. Nebraska's been one and five or zero oh and six in the second half of four of the last six seasons. You can digest all of those numbers. If you can't, I can boil it down and say it's been really bad. Or, as Matt Rule said on Monday, it's been abysmal for Nebraska in the second half of, of recent seasons. And his explanation for that is not anything offensive or defensive. It's not about uh, a failure to run a scheme uh, for him. And, and, you know, he's not been here through any of it, but... He is extremely well educated and has, has has gone to to lengths to talk to players who have been a part of this, and I, I think some staffers who remain with him who've been a part of this, even people in the athletic department. He's covered all of his bases, and and you know his assessment is that the main reason that Nebraska has struggled in the second half of seasons 
is because it's not focused on the moment at hand. And it's always looked big picture. And, you know, we know in several of those seasons, the big picture has involved uh, the topic that no one could get away from, which was the job security of the coach, of the head coach, or, you know, maybe it was a coordinator in a certain year. But um, regardless, Rule feels that it's essential for Nebraska not to think about maybe what it saw on Saturday during the bye week when there were games on TV and the players may have been watching Wisconsin and Iowa. And you can think, man, both of these teams look beatable. They're both on backup quarterbacks. Or you can watch Maryland and say maybe they're not really the, the, the best team on the second half of the schedule. Who knows? I mean, I could make an argument after watching football Saturday that Nebraska is, is – is, uh, capable of running the table. Now, I don't think that you or me or anyone else believe that's going to happen between now and Black Friday, but there's not a great team left on this schedule. Matt Rule doesn't want to hear that. You know, he wants his players entirely focused on Northwestern. And not just that, he wants them mad. Uh, You know, he doesn't want this team to feel good about a win beyond maybe the 24 hours after that game. And, And that's not... That's paraphrasing him. He didn't say, I don't think he wants them feeling bad, but he wants them to have a chip on their shoulder. He wants them to be angry and have something similar to the mentality that they carried into the week after Michigan embarrassed Nebraska and they went and had a great week of practice before winning on the road at Illinois. I'm going to take care of this crack real quick. Mitch, I'll dial you back up in two seconds if that's okay, but there's a there's a little interference coming in the back of the line. I'm going to get that fixed. All right, Mitch, we'll talk in a moment. Sorry, Elijah's making an executive decision and is going to, uh, to, to blow up Mitch Sherman here on the horn. So we'll have more with Mitch Sherman from The Athletic in just a moment. Uh, Walter chimes in. Nebraska has 38 penalties for 320 yards through six games. Would like to see those numbers come down the second half of the season. And look at that efficiency. Already got Look at back. you. Wow. Mitch Sherman continues with us here on Hale Varsity Radio at Mitch Sherman. Mitch, uh, well put just a moment ago. I want to get your take as you get the recruiting pulse. Uh, a lot's been discussed and made. Nebraska fans always eyes and ears on recruiting. Carter Nelson, a superior talent, and uh, he found his way to touchdown Jesus I know you've done a lot of reporting and uh, some some legwork, Mitch, with uh, just that situation. Yeah, you're referring to the uh, Ranchland Western. Uh, yes, I, I want a scarf like I, I see in Yellowstone, uh, like Rip wears, and I want a, I want a cowboy hat. I don't. I mean, I, I think they would have one that I could pull off. Hey, if everything goes as planned with Carter Nelson in December and he signs with Nebraska on the dotted line, maybe a, a, a good place to base uh, the signing day coverage from could be Ranchland Western in, in Ainsworth, Nebraska. Let's do it. Set up a, I mean, you can set up a remote and I'll come out and we'll get the owner on who sold Matt Rule, his parka and uh, mystery hat that he wore on the sidelines at, at Ainsworth High School on, on Friday night as, as – uh, the Bulldogs, I believe it is, took yes. on took on uh, Boyd County, and it was a forty to nothing win that Matt Rule and Josh Martin uh, saw and uh, continued their their pursuit of Carter Nelson. And it is a pursuit, even though he's been committed to Nebraska since June. There is reason still to have to recruit him hard because Notre Dame hasn't stopped, and Notre Dame was 
was at his game in, in Elgin, Nebraska, um, a big class, uh, class D2 battle. And uh, then he made a trip uh, two weeks later, which was this last Friday night, out to South Bend to watch the Irish host USC. And it couldn't have been timed better for Notre Dame to bring uh, a top recruit. And, and he is just about the top target left on Notre Dame's board for this 2024 class, uh, or right near the top. So um, not just a priority for Nebraska, but a huge priority for Notre Dame. And uh, he returned, came back to Nebraska, uh, still committed to Nebraska. He'll be at the game on Saturday against Northwestern. But uh, there's a battle ahead before the December 20th early signing period opens. It's Mitch Sherman with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Mitch, I've kind of seen the sentiment online from a lot of people that, that you know what, in today's day and, air, day and age of college football with the transfer portal and with the 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 seeming notion that commitments mean less and less as the years goes on that you shouldn't be paying attention to recruits up until the signing day and they put that pin to to, to paper is that how you feel about recruiting right now is there less importance because of the transfer portal and because of the the tendency of kids to flip-flop before signing day is that a, a fair sentiment that some fans have well i think that's frustration you know, I think that's, you know, if you're at Alabama or Georgia, you're a fan of those programs, or Ohio State or Michigan, and you've got recruiting classes that are ranked in the top five, and I'm sure Nebraska fans would feel the same way. Uh, you know, you're, you're every bit as invested in recruiting and, and who's committed and, and who's on the board as, as fans have ever been. I mean, yes, the, the transfer portal is a reality of, of college football, but, you know, players can't transfer from your school if they, unless they sign there and attend the school in the first place. So getting your foot in the door, well, it may be more difficult, and it is more difficult than ever now today to retain the services of a, of a great football player for four years and you know, have him have, enjoy the, the kind of career that you know, Tommy Frazier or Indomitian Sue did at Nebraska. Uh, you, you, know, you can't even get down that path unless you recruit the guy to begin with. I mean, sure, you can get him from the portal, but I, I don't think it's the right attitude to just say, well, we're not going to care about recruiting as fans because we'll just focus on getting that player from the portal. No, you want him, you want him as a freshman. You, know, you want to be the program that, uh, that develops that player, and that's part of the reason that recruiting is always of such interest to college football fans because there's the promise of something great that could happen. You, know, you don't really think about whether a guy's going to end up in the portal um, when, when you're recruiting him, uh, unless you're just a, a fatalistic in your um, <laughs> entire life view of, of how sports works. And, you know, I guess some Nebraska fans probably have reached that point. Mitch, uh, let's get to, to Nebraska Northwestern for, for just a moment and I guess kind of gauge where, where Nebraska may have an advantage. And, and what do you think? offensively here can Nebraska take or make a, a jump from Illinois from bye week to be a little more refined I think they can and this is going to be a test of this team uh, you know we've seen the team this team struggle in individual games when it's had some success and I, I think specifically to the end of the Minnesota game when Nebraska you know there were times in that game where Nebraska needed one play to put that game away, you know, whether it was a stop on fourth down, you know, or, or a, 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 a 20 yard gain, or even just a first down moving the sticks on a couple of its last drives. And obviously none of those things got done. And then you see Nebraska struggle after it, it came off of its first win 
uh, when Northern, when, with the Northern Illinois win, and, and you think, okay, Louisiana Tech's coming into town. Nebraska can make a, make quick work of this and, and, and move on to Michigan without having a whole lot of stress. And you know, There were some struggles in, in beating Louisiana Tech that, that Saturday. And then Nebraska goes to Illinois, and it's got a 17 nothing lead uh, at halftime, and you get to the fourth quarter, and really it, it was going to take one play, again, much like Minnesota, to win that game. And you, you didn't even necessarily need to be in the fourth quarter of that game with, with the need to make a play. You could have ended that game in the third quarter if you're Nebraska. And you know none of those things happened, and they had to get a defensive stop in the last couple of minutes to finally put that thing out of reach. So my point in, in, in reciting all of this is that Nebraska – has a hard time dealing with success. So a hard time dealing with, um, with, with completing the task at hand. So I go into Northwestern thinking, yeah, Nebraska's got physical advantages. Um, they, have, they have edges at different places all over the field. This is not the Northwestern team that was led by Peter Skaronsky last year in, in Dublin. And that was a 1-11 team, by the way, that, that beat Nebraska. Um, a year ago. Just amazing to, to think that, but it was. That was Northwestern's only win a year ago. Um, so we're not talking about a good team, but um, this team, you know, despite being 3-3, three and three, I think is not as talented as that Northwestern team. Mm-hmm. So it speaks to the job um, that this this Northwest, this makeshift Northwestern coaching staff uh, has had David Braun and, and his group have done in, in guiding these guys. And, and they're going to come in hungry. Um, they're going to come in kind of like a wounded animal. And, you know, it'll be dangerous for Nebraska if, if the Huskers don't come out of this bye week with their attention in the right place. Mitch Sherman with The Athletic. Mitch, we'll check in soon. Thanks for the time today, bud. Okay. Thanks, guys. Take care.